0: This episode is going to be the greatest pep talk if you are struggling with starting your new business, starting a side project, up-leveling your services, and being new because that can always be humbling. You may even be feeling like a complete fraud, a fake, an imposter. Maybe you haven't had the greatest client experiences lately, which is really making you begin to question whether or not you're meant for this. So if you can agree to at least one of those examples, you're gonna wanna stay tuned. This episode has been long overdue to anyone who ever or is currently struggling with imposter syndrome. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over 100 five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. I just came back from spending a weekend in Colorado with my best girlfriend, and we always have these really amazing, deep conversations about random things. And for whatever reason, the subject came into light, which is you just don't know what you don't know. And it reminded me of what one of my mentors had taught me, which was the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger effect was created by two social psychologists who basically researched people and their expertise and confidence level. What they came to find was that people who had lower abilities, lower talents, experience, and expertise, oddly enough, overestimated their ability and knowledge. So essentially, when you don't know what you don't know, you tend to have the illusion that you actually know everything or know a lot more than what is reality. But because you don't know what you don't know, you have a tendency to simplify things and to think of it in simpler terms. And I'm going to give you guys an example. They also studied people who were expert in their fields and who actually had a ton of experience. And then the opposite held true for them, which is really fascinating, is they studied people from all ranges of professions. And people who you would think would have a lot more confidence because they had more experience and expertise and talents, interestingly, they actually had lower confidence about their abilities and their knowledge. Because more often than not, when you know more, you realize how little you actually know. So for example, there's a lot of people who want to start their own business and become entrepreneurs. In the grand scheme of things, entrepreneurship sounds like a no-brainer. You get to be your own boss. You get to make your own hours. The potential to make money is limitless. There's no glass ceiling to what you can do. And that usually what tempts people into starting their own businesses. But we all know the statistics that most businesses fail within the first five years of starting. And that probably happens because once you actually start creating your own business, do you realize how large that gap is? And it's going to take a lot of time. That's why most businesses fail within those first five years. It's because people aren't willing to commit to pushing through a ton of obstacles, setbacks and challenges to even break that five-year mark because it can be overwhelming because they maybe have lost too much money and they can't sustain it. And so when I think about the Dunning-Kruger effect, it's fascinating to me because it's so true. When you don't know what you don't know, you just have no idea. You have no idea what's on the other side until you start stepping into something And then when you really start to practice and you start to learn from people who are much more experienced than you on any particular subject, then you begin to really see that gap of being like, oh, crap, I had no idea it was going to require me to, if we go back to the entrepreneurial concept, I had no idea that there was this whole marketing piece. I had no idea there was going to be a sales piece. I had no idea that there was going to be the systems and the processes in place or the lack of it, right? Because the more you grow, you're only allotted so much time in your day. And so there's a lot of things that happen with businesses. You have to be the accountant, the salesperson, the marketing person, the actual technician, and so many other hats. And so it's not until you actually get into it and you begin to build up your experience and knowledge, do you begin to see the gap. And what's interesting is that even after, let's say, you've owned your business for five years, it's interesting because now you've accumulated five years worth of experience and knowledge. And yet, I know personally, and I've experienced it, you know, five years of owning a business, that holy moly, did I really sign up for this? It's almost like it works to your disadvantage in a weird way because. There's a lot of things that come up, you know, through the seasons of entrepreneurship. I'm in one right now where it's like, wow, like how do I want to scale my business? Do I want to have more artists working underneath me? Do I want to open up more locations or do I want to grow my business online and figure out digital products and kind of take my business more virtual? So it's interesting because I also struggle with the illusion of or the delusion of not realizing what I know because I also see through my mentorships where a lot of other highly successful, high-achieving people are at in their business. And to me, I still feel like, oh, wow, there's a huge gap. It's almost like I know a lot and therefore I know very little. Whereas maybe someone who is first starting out, they just have no idea. There's there's no way they would know until they actually step foot into the world of entrepreneurship. And so the Dunning Kruger effect is extremely interesting to look up. And I would highly suggest you guys look into it. There's some TED Talks on it and some simpler things other than Wikipedia where you can get some information. But it's a very, very real thing because I feel like that's the paradox of being an expert in your field is that. The more trained you are, the more people that you've tattooed, the longer you've been in business, the more humbling it is. And I've even heard that from my own tattoo mentors where they've been tattooing for 25 plus years and they still make mistakes. And this industry always keeps you on your toes because you're always taking risks. There's a permanency factor to what we do. And maybe in a weird way, if this is your first time ever entering into the tattoo industry, for example, whether it's PMU, camouflage tattooing, whatever the case may be, if you knew everything that you were going to have to face, would you still do it? And that's an interesting question because a lot of times that bit of naivety works for us. If we had known we were going to be shut down during COVID, if we had known All these other big things were going to happen. And I'm sure you guys can all look back in your own lives. Would you have taken the first step into this industry? Regardless of what that answer is, there's a gift in not knowing what you didn't know. Entrepreneurship is an art in itself. And to be able to create, there needs to be some joy, some lightness, because entrepreneurship is very hard. And it can feel very singular and it can feel very lonely. And so as I'm just kind of hashing this out with you, I think there's a bit of grace and a gift and not knowing what you didn't know. And the reason why, because when I can give it from a bird's eye view, is regardless of whether or not you've made mistakes, I'm pretty sure you have helped at least one person, if not many. So the odds are actually in your favor. And when I think about the people that you've helped, isn't that worth it alone? And if you had known that you were going to be confronted by the things that you have overcome or that you're facing right now, you might not have ever stepped into the industry. If you never stepped into the industry, you would have never been able to help those that you have. In this episode, I really wanted to talk to the new artists as well as the seasoned artists. Maybe you're the new artist that just recently got certified and you're struggling with finding models and getting yourself out there and creating a name for yourself, closing leads, getting people to pay for your talents. Or maybe you're a seasoned artist going through a hard time right now because for whatever reason, mistakes are happening, clients aren't happy, or maybe you're dealing with unhappy employees and you're really considering a pivot in your business. It could simply even just be burnout. Both of you, whether you're the new artist or the seasoned artist, are struggling with owning your worth and really embodying what you do know. You're questioning your expertise. And in this episode, I want to help shift that for you, give you a little pep talk and get you to realize that where you are right now is exactly where you should and need to be. Don't quit on me yet. So I'm going to list out a few things to you, and if you can agree to at least two or more of these things, then I would challenge you to really understand and believe and start seeing yourself as an expert. Number one, you are an expert if you have more knowledge than others, period. You don't have to have the most knowledge. I didn't say you had to be the top leading expert in your field, but you are And that's proof that you are an expert. You are considered an expert if you have more knowledge than others. This can be if you have more knowledge on color theory, if you have more knowledge on how a person can heal, if you have more knowledge on what modality, microblading, micro shading would work best on this particular client's skin type. That's More knowledge, more knowledge, period. If you can educate someone on what's going to be better suited for them based on their lifestyle, their age, their health, their skin type, that is more knowledge than the person had. And you having more knowledge for them makes you an expert. Number two, this is proof that you are an expert if you have recognized credentials. So if you have gone through a training program. And have a certification or if you have a license of some sort, that is a very tangible product that proves that you are an expert. Number three, you are an expert if you can demonstrate expertise, which means applying your knowledge in the real world. So for example, in camouflage tattooing, I always like to make sure that scars or stretch marks are as flat and smooth as possible before I add ink. And I'm able to demonstrate why that's so necessary in the art that I do to clients when I give them a real life example. And so the one that I like to use is the pimple analogy. If you have a raised pimple and you try and put concealer and makeup over it, it tends to make that pimple stand out more and make it more prominent. And the reason why is because, and I'm sure we can all relate to that, is because Shadows, texture begin to become more prominent because everything is through the reflection of light, versus when that pimple is popped and nearly healed. Then, when you put foundation or concealer over it, you have a much more camouflage result because the texture is flat versus bumpy. And so, that's why when it comes to stretch marks and scar camouflage, I prefer to suggest different modalities if it isn't smooth. Because I don't want to make anything more prominent. I don't want to make things stand out. So what I just demonstrated to you guys was an expertise and being able to apply that knowledge in the real world. If you can do that, and I'm pretty sure you guys can all explain to your clients why they can't work out for a week and what that does to the ink or their retention. So if you are able to apply your knowledge in the real world, you are an expert. Number four, if you have a proven track record of success, you are an expert. Just the fact that you've completed your training program, this is for new artists. If you are literally one day out from completing a full training program, you are already more of an expert than someone who has not. Seasoned artists. I don't care how many mistakes you've had. I don't care if you've gotten a bad review lately. If you have a proven track record of success from happy clients, brows that turned out amazing, lips that turned out amazing, eyeliner, whatever the case may be, that makes you an expert. Which leads me to number five, testimonials. Testimonials prove that you have helped others. Now, if you're a new artist thinking, well, I haven't even had a client yet. It doesn't matter. If you have a testimonial from someone who's just like, thank you so much for explaining it that way. Wow, I really loved that you took the time to explain this to me. That makes sense. Or if your instructor or your trainer told you, wow, your whip shading is amazing. You have a natural talent for this. You're really good at color theory. You're really great at matching skin tones. You have an eye for detail. That is a testimonial seasoned artists, I don't think I have to explain this to you because most likely you've already gotten some customer reviews and all that stuff. But those testimonials prove that you have helped people in some shape, some form, some way. And only experts are able to do that. Number six, experts are often well-versed in failures. And this is especially true for my seasoned artists listening to this. Only an expert knows how things can go wrong and what not to do. Only someone who is experienced and has taken enough clients is more often than not bound in making mistakes. I have yet to meet an artist who's never made one mistake in their career. Nobody wants to listen to that TED Talk because it's not inspiring, because we're human, and because we make mistakes. And that's normal. And we have to learn to accept that, that that's part of the craftsmanship. That's part of the learning curve. That's part of even learning the blessing in disguise in learning what not to do, right? Because someone didn't heal correctly or you went too deep. Only people experienced can know these things. And that kind of goes back to that Dunn-Kruger effect is The more experience you have, the more abilities you have, the more knowledge you have, you realize how very little you know because you've gotten to a point where you realize you can't perfect things and you can't guarantee perfection. And only someone who's committed to their craft would be able to know that. And someone who is often committed to their craft is someone who has experience and experience often leads to expertise. I hope that makes sense for you. And number seven, you are an expert if other experts refer to you. And now this isn't just for peers in the industry and colleagues. This is if your friends refer to you about what microblading or micro shading or what they should do to their brows. This refers to someone who's thinking about getting lip blushing and they're asking you, how long does it last? Would this work for me? This holds true for camouflage tattoo artists. Do you think that this could work on my scar? Do you think that this technique could improve my stretch marks? If anyone, especially if they're outside of this industry, is referring for your knowledge, your perspective. That is proof in itself that you are an expert because they see you as someone who has the knowledge for them to make a wise and sound decision for themselves. They're asking you for your expertise, they're asking you for your perspective, your experience. Even if you are brand new, just got trained and certified, and they're asking you questions that they don't know or have the answers for already levels you and positions you as more of an expert as them. And when we think about the scale, there is no definitive number that X amount of years equals quote unquote that you are an expert, that X amount of clients and now you can claim that you are an expert. There is no measuring point for that. Because when you look up the definition of what an expert is, it's a person who has a comprehensive knowledge of or a skill in a particular area and that's you you know more now than you did before your training program you know more now than you did a week ago for my seasoned artist you know more now than you did the very first day you started that knowledge is valuable that knowledge is worth something the mere fact that you see and recognize that they have a problem and you have a solution is proof that you are an expert. And the interesting thing is you don't have to be an expert to succeed. That's the funny thing. There's a lot of people way dumber than us making way more money than us. So expertise has nothing to actually do with the rate of your success. Isn't that interesting? And yet we can get very tied up on how we feel about being an expert when it really has nothing to do with our ability to succeed. For my new artists who are listening to this message, you may not feel like you are the top expert in your industry. You may feel like you're new, but I guarantee if you're new in this industry and you've completed a training, you have the tools, foundation, and the expertise and knowledge to succeed if you like. If expertise has no correlation To the rate of your success or whether or not you will be successful. There's no reason why you can't start from ground zero with zero clients, zero experience, and not be able to succeed, right? One of the things that I hear often with new artists is, I'm new at this, I'm new at this, forgive me. And what they're basically saying is because they're new, they're making assumptions as to, I'm new, therefore I'm, and whatever you're filling that blank with. If you repeat it long enough in your head, it then becomes a belief. And in order to change that belief, you have to begin to change your thoughts. And so the way that you can do this, if you're struggling with imposter syndrome is one, being able to just accept that you are where you're at, and that's okay. Everyone has been in your shoes. The person that you're looking at in this industry, maybe your educator, trainer, who's been in this industry for 10 plus 20 plus years, started just like you, one day in their past. Everyone starts at the same place and they're proof that what's possible for them is possible for you. The other thing that you can do is going back to the Don Kruger effect is how do we break through these illusions, is being able to have a mentor or to seek out a colleague or peer in this industry that does have more experience than you and who can give you constructive criticism. And you being open to hearing what they say, hopefully that's a trusting relationship that you've cultivated with them so that you don't feel judged and that you feel supported and encouraged. But being able to have someone else's perspective, look at your healed work or some of the clients that are coming in and be able to give you some strategies, some tips, some things that they know from experience and be able to extend that to you will help kind of break through some of that illusion for you. And this also goes to seasoned artists. Community is really great. Think about the friendships in your life. A lot of times me just being able to talk to my best friend and get her perspective on something is so healing for me because it allows me to be human. It makes me feel safe to be human and to just have a confidant that's someone I can trust and I know loves me and knows my intentions and knows my character. Even if I do make mistakes, a lot of businesses do fail within the first five years. And so the longer that you're in business, sometimes the lonelier it can get. I think it makes sense that it's easy for you to forget what you do know because there's not a lot of people at the top of the mountain, if that makes sense. And so having peers working on your craft, having students ask you for advice begins to remind you all that you know. I just recently had a facial from a highly, highly successful entrepreneur. Her name's Emmy Diane. I'm happy to share her info. And she's known worldwide. She's like the acne whisperer. And she's extremely innovative. She has her own product line. I suffered through acne all through my teenage life and had been on every antibiotic that you can think of dermatology visits, all that stuff. And it wasn't until I met Emmy that she helped clear my acne. And I haven't been on antibiotics since I was, I don't know, in my mid-20s. I I actually got to see her this week. And it was just really inspiring because she's built a team where she's not even doing services anymore. She's running her product line, all that stuff. So I was really surprised when it came to my appointment because I haven't gotten a facial from her for like six years, and I was like, "Is everything okay?" I actually get to have a facial with you, and she's like, "Yes, yes." And so she's back in the treatment room. And one of the things that she's learning is, is she said that she's forgotten all that she knows, and it wasn't until she started doing the practicum of doing the facials and being in the treatment rooms and talking to her clients did she begin to practice and exercise that skill that she doesn't get when she's in the warehouse, and so. Getting back into the treatment room has been really good for her because it's been able to exercise and remind her of her expertise, of all the things that she knows until she's actually in the treatment room having those candid conversations that come up. And I think that's very important even for seasoned artists is to give yourself some more credit, to give yourself more grace. And I think as long as you're working on your craft, even if it's one day a week, maybe You're listening to this and now you're in a place where you have a ton of artists working and you're more in the management visionary role of your business and you're not really in the day in and day out treatment room. That's okay. But maybe do a treatment once a month or once a week. So that way you get to be reminded of all that you know and be really proud of that. And there's nothing to be ashamed of to have pride in that. You've worked hard for it. And we need people who have knowledge and we need people who are invested in their skills and their talents because ultimately that can truly transform the life of the people that you serve. And so regardless of you're a new artist entering in this industry or whether you're a seasoned artist, the mere fact that we have the opportunity to solve someone's problem and to make their life better because that problem is no longer there is huge when it has a very deep trickling effect we may think that we're just enhancing your brows but the way that she shows up to her husband the way that she shows up for herself as a role model to her kids and letting them know that it's okay to invest in yourself and invest in things that make you happy and feel good the way that she shows up in the board meeting and she owns her talents She asks for that raise, the way that she feels in her own body, in her own femininity, and in her own sexuality. That's huge. You know, confidence is very underrated, but it's very glorified. And what I mean by that is everyone seems to want it, but not everyone is willing to work on it or to work for it. And that's what we have the ability to do, or at least provide the space and the opening for someone to truly step into for themselves, whatever confidence looks like for them. And so I hope this episode was the boost that you needed to just be reminded that you're already an expert. Where you are in this industry is exactly where you need to be. The fact that you're in a place where you are open to learning is probably the best spot to be as an artist, even for me. Yes, I train our students. Yes, I'm an educator, but at the end of the day, I'm a student of life and I'm definitely a student to this craft. I try and look at it as as long as I have the information to help you make an informed decision on what's best for you, I've already done my job. I've already helped you to help yourself. And that's all that we're really doing. And it's giving people the opportunity to step into their power and decide what's right for them, right? That's empowerment. Maybe consider that you actually know more. you give yourself credit for just consider that for a moment so until next time I will talk to you guys later bye thank you so much for tuning in I'd love to connect and help you more if you have a question you'd like for me to answer please send it to jade at studioconceal.com that's j-a-y-d at studioconceal.com and I might highlight it on my podcast I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.